You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 770 CHQR. It's never too soon to start a life plan. It might be too late to dictate your wishes if you don't have documentation in place. Life plans are all about maximizing wealth, protecting assets, and minimizing tax. They're about making sure your wants and needs are protected and your wishes are honored. You can get a lot of good ideas about life planning by going to MacMillanEstate.com and reading the blog topics that are posted. Then call the office weekdays during business hours at 403-266-6464 and make an appointment to sit down with the Macmillan Estate Planning Professional. The Macmillan team will take you through the process step-by-step and craft a plan specifically suited to your wishes and needs. You can also take in one of their free seminars to learn more about the process of building a life plan. The next seminars are April 23rd in Edmonton and the 25th in Calgary. It might be the best 90 minutes you can invest in your own future and the future of those you love. Back with you on The Strong Room on 770 CHQR. I'm Wayne Nelson, and my guest this morning is legal counsel Henry Villanueva from Macmillan Estate Planning. And we've been talking about how to ensure business partners stay as friends. Henry, just before the break, we were talking in some detail about a unanimous shareholders agreement. And I mentioned that this is primarily something that is used when people are not related, when it's not just husband and wife, or if it's just one person. But that's not necessarily the case because you could have siblings involved in a corporation and there would then be that need for a unanimous shareholders agreement. That's correct, Wayne. Even siblings has uh, shareholders, we still recommend having unanimous shareholders agreement. And again, the purpose of that is to make sure that each other's expectations are set. And the reason why is because that sibling may have a, a spouse and the sibling may pass on. And then you've got that situation that you referred to earlier about, you know, the other partners not necessarily getting along with the spouse. Mm-hmm. First of all, I have no problems with siblings. Usually they're pretty good with each other. But in some cases as well, it's not the sibling, but it's also the person whispering in the ear of the sibling that may be an issue. All right. Now let's talk about some of the issues that can be agreed upon in a unanimous shareholders agreement. And I guess the acronym for that would be USA. Correct. So a USA helps minimize and manage risks and provide shareholders peace of mind in knowing how future disputes will be handled. Uh, Several clauses are in the USA and included among those are limitations on share transfers, having insurance for shareholders, settling disputes, protecting the minority shareholders. A lot of these issues also cover rights of first refusals for shareholders. And we'll talk about it more in detail, but there's also issues regarding uh, dispute resolutions, how to get out of the company if you're done with it, and uh, issues where you want to depart and you want to sell your share. So valuation as well. How long does it take to get one of these set up? It can be as simple as a day or it can take as long as three or four weeks, depending on how exhaustive you want to be. And and how well the partners get along and how willing they are to move the process forward to reach that agreement. Exactly. And it's also about... Uh, tailoring it for your um, for your business and industry and what the unique needs are for your company. How to settle disputes among shareholders. You'd think that would be fairly straightforward. Would you not try to 
settle it amongst yourselves. And if that doesn't work, let's bring in a mediator. Uh, more often than not, uh, each individual has their own views on what is right and wrong. And, you know, uh, back in the day, we just call each other out and have a fist fight. Unfortunately, that doesn't work for a business. And uh, in a perfect world, no one wants to go to court because we know that it's stressful, time consuming, expensive. And the USA would provide a mechanism to avoid this dispute by providing out of court settlement options such as uh, mediation and or arbitration. So what the USA in this case would say that, okay, Ben and Jerry, before you sue each other in court, you have to do mediation first or you have to do arbitration first. And that's not a bad thing. You know, keeping matters that are in conflict out of court ensures that there's privacy and that the name of the business or the corporation is not tarnished due to bad publicity. And the business will still be continuing to function. Exactly. So there is a process in place. There are steps that are set up that one must go through before reaching the next step. Exactly. And it can be as simple as having a 24-hour rule. If you're in a conflict or dispute today, we'll give it 24 hours before we talk about the topic again and have a discussion and maybe invite an independent third party to join in the discussions. And then after that, think about uh, an amicable settlement between everyone. It's like the old mom and dad rule. Count to 10 and then mom and dad are, are going to decide. Exactly. All right. So what kind of issues have, have cropped up in your experience, Henry? One of the bigger issues with corporations is getting out of the corporation. And there's many reasons people want to get out. It could be for the simple reason that uh, somebody may be moving from Alberta to, uh, let's say, Asia or Europe. And it's because they want to follow their children who are now working there. It can be the reason that someone wants to invest in something else as well. They want to take their money out of the company and move it into a separate venture. Now, would that not have been made clear amongst those partners when setting up the corporation? Unfortunately not, Wayne. When someone sets up a corporation, the only matters that the registries require are who are the initial directors, the number of directors which will comprise the company, as well as uh, the share structure. The corporate registries, unfortunately, doesn't request rules on how shareholders or directors can exit the company. But there is the description of shares, that's not enough. That is not enough, unfortunately. Uh, shares are issued to the shareholders and everybody has the intention of, okay, when I'm done with this company, I want to shell my, sell my shares. Uh, that brings us to another topic. If you want to sell your shares and exit the company, how much are those shares worth? Now, the unanimous shareholders agreement may provide a mechanism to provide the value of those shares. Either it be an agreed upon price in the beginning or a mutually agreed upon share price after, or maybe it can be done through a formula or by a valuation analysis by an independent third party. Which is most common. Exactly, except it's costly. Sure, because you have to have that, pay for that appraiser to come in and value the company. Mm -hmm. It's almost like a forensic accountant, right? It can be. However, if you made it simple in the beginning by saying that we're going to sell shares and value it according to a specific formula based on our books of accounts, then you would not need to incur that further cost. There are still shareholder rights that must be adhered to. 
there are rights and these rights may include protecting the minority shareholders and these are shareholders with less than 50% ownership in the company to make sure that they're not aggrieved uh, and if for example if a majority is selling their shares to a buyer the minority may choose to cling on to that sale and sell their shares as well but what I want to emphasize as well Wayne is getting out of the company and a shareholders agreement can provide for those rights such as an exit or shotgun provision. And what this basically is, is a shareholder will be allowed to offer to buy all of the shares held by another shareholder at a specified price per share. And the other shareholder has only two options, either buy out the other person's shares or accept the offer from the other person. So he may shotgun the other shareholder. How often does that happen successfully? It is something that is usually called for executed, especially during um, times of conflict. If shareholders are in conflict with each other and has have had enough of each other, they usually execute a shotgun clause to uh, get the other person out. It's like ripping a Band-Aid off. It's, 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 it's fast and, and it's over quickly. It's over quickly as long as you have a unanimous shareholders agreement that provided for that execution clause. What other provisions are in a USA? Well, there's provisions to protect the shareholders and the owners, such as confidentiality provisions. And confidentiality provisions are usually uh, very useful when shareholders are also employees and have access to sensitive confidential information. Provisions on non-competition and non-solicitation restrict a departing shareholder from competing with the corporation or poaching its employees as well. All right. And one final thing, Henry, before we uh, wrap up this morning, uh, every unanimous shareholder agreement should be tailored, specifically tailored to a particular business. It's not a one size fits all deal. That's what we usually recommend, that it be tailored to your business and the unique needs of the partners to address particular risks and objectives. A manufacturing company is different from a service company. Okay, it, you sh- these agreements should anticipate events that would likely occur in the future, but these agreements should also be flexible enough to respond to unexpected events. Henry, thank you for spending some time with us this morning. My guest today has been Macmillan Estate Planning Legal Counsel Henry Villanueva, and we've been discussing how to make sure that you and your business partners remain friends, or at least make a good attempt at doing so. If you're looking for more information on unanimous shareholder agreements or estate planning, you need to check out one of the upcoming seminars. The Macmillan team will be in Edmonton on Tuesday, April 23rd at 6 p.m. and in Calgary on Thursday, April 25th at 6.30 p.m. You can also contact Macmillan Estate Planning at 403-266-6464 during weekday business hours, or you can visit their website at macmillanestate.com. That's Macmillan, spelled M-A-C-M-I-L-L-A-N. I'm Wayne Nelson. Thanks for joining us on The Strong Room on 770 CHQR.